0: Hello and welcome to Sea Trade Cruise Talks podcast. I'm Trey Packard and the founder and executive director of Pangea Sea Foundation and the creator of the Seawalls Artists for Oceans program. Pangea Sea Foundation is Sea Trade Cruise's 2021 sustainability partner and we're very proud to be able to collaborate to help give our oceans a voice. In this episode, we're going to be talking about World Oceans Day, which was on June 8th and why it's important as well as asking a few cruise lines their take on sustainability for the oceans. Pangea Sea Foundation is a Hawaii-based nonprofit organization that focuses on ocean conservation through three key points, science, education, and artivism, I like to call it our sea approach. Through our Seawalls Artists for Oceans public art program, we're taking the oceans into the streets and directly meeting people where they're at about important messages regarding ocean conservation and better ocean stewardship. We feel, through creativity, we're able to connect with people on a level that inspires positive action for our oceans. We feel that ocean sustainability and conservation are incredibly important. The ocean connects us all, no matter where you are in the world, whether you're in the high desert, the jungle, anywhere in between, the oceans connect us all, and they are the life support system of the planet. Basically, it comes down to if oceans aren't healthy, life on land isn't healthy. So. No matter where you are in the world, your consumption choices have an impact. So it's important to realize that and do what you can in your everyday life to keep our oceans in mind and live a sustainable lifestyle. At Pangea Foundation, we believe that sustainability and the conservation of our oceans key to a sustainable future. The oceans connect us all. they're The life support system of our planet, supplying every second breath that we take, regulating climate and weather, and supplying protein for over... 3 billion people on our heavily populated planet. So, without healthy oceans, life on land is a major challenge. So, we must do whatever we can in our personal lives and our professional lives to be better stewards of our oceans. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. With it being World Oceans Day, June 8th, it's a United Nations recognized holiday and a day to celebrate our oceans and talk about the issues that are impacting the oceans from climate change to biodiversity loss to coastal development and so on, all these pressing ocean environmental issues and put a spotlight on those. So at our organization, we feel that every day is World Oceans Day and we hope you do too. For World Oceans Day 2021, we are releasing a retrospective limited edition book that focuses our work around the world, mainly our Seawalls Artists for Oceans program and a lot of the original artworks that we create to help give our oceans a creative voice. So we're really excited about that. If you're interested to check that out, definitely visit Pangeaseed.org or follow us on social media at Pangeaseed at seawalls underscore now sea trade cruises own chiara georgie is speaking with msc and virgin voyages about their relationship with sustainability and the oceans let's dive in
1: my name is chiara georgie and i am the global brand and event director for sea trade cruise And I'm pleased to be joined today by Lyndon Capel, the Director of Sustainability for MSC Cruises, about their sustainability efforts. Hi, Lyndon. Hi, Kiara. Where are you joining from the world?
2: Uh, I'm in Geneva, where we're headquartered.
1: Ah, nice, nice, nice. So why is sustainability and ocean conservation important to you?
2: I think it's fair to say that Understanding the sustainability challenges and risks and taking action to mitigate these is essential for the survival of any business. These challenges are coming from regulators, from policymakers, customers, lenders, insurers, civil society. And we do need to have robust, relevant strategies in place to ensure we future-proof the business. Uh, I mean, a particular focus for us must be ocean conservation. We're a business wholly reliant on the ocean uh, and are very much aware of the need to protect and preserve it. But I think it's also worth saying that despite the very real and substantial challenges that COVID has brought to the business resulted in the complete halting of operations for a period last year, we haven't lost sight of the need for robust sustainability and environmental protection actions that are needed in the long term. And I think it's also worth mentioning here that decarbonization is very high on our agenda. One of the biggest challenges we face, and we, you know, it's absolutely imperative that we do our part to achieve this, just like any other industry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think MSC Cruises has been doing a lot over the last few years. So it's nice to hear that with everything that's happened over the last year, you know, those sustainability goals are still there. I mean, I guess that would be my next question. What are your sustainability goals over the next few years?
2: We've developed our sustainability agenda based on issues that are most relevant to our business, identified through activities such as materiality assessment, the views of our stakeholders, peer reviews, knowledge and understanding of the future regulatory environment, which we know will be more comprehensive as we move forward. We know that emissions, both local emissions and those associated with climate change, are key global concerns. You know, I mentioned decarbonisation and we're working hard internally and in partnership with others to manage this as part of our long term goal for zero emissions vessels. And I'd like to think in that area, we take what I would call a two pronged approach, recognising the need for extensive improvement in efficiency, um, not only to meet the shorter term or nearer term goals, which are based on intensity targets, but also recognising that efficiency makes good business sense and it will help us in the future when we know that there will be costs associated with the more substantive changes we're going to have to make to the industry which is really the second prong this is the kind of one that is really saying energy efficiency is 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 needed but it's not going to lead us to zero emissions we need to change the way we do business this is moving in the same way that we move to liquid fuel from coal and before coal we had sales you know these are major step changes that we're going to see in the industry and we know that these alternative technologies and zero emissions fuels are needed so that's a key part of our agenda uh, but just to talk maybe a little bit about something that's more associated with the ocean is the work that we've been doing on reducing single-use plastic you know we had a very ambitious goal a few years ago for zero use of single-use plastic on our ships and by 2019, we calculated that we'd actually avoided the use of nearly 100 million items by replacing or removing certain Mm -hmm. items. And it was all the more obvious things like your straws and yoghurt pots and all those things associated with with the buffet, with the kind of day-to-day operations of the ship and interaction with guests, but also things like packaging of food and beverage when they were delivered, the packaging of uniforms. I mean, there was many, many items Of course, we've had our COVID-related challenges now with PPE equipment and testing equipment, but we haven't lost sight of those goals. Where we've had to reintroduce single-use plastic, we are still, from a commercial perspective, saying, are there alternatives available? And if there are, then we'll use those. And we know that in the long term, we will still achieve those long-term goals. It will just probably take a little longer now as we're seeing the reintroduction of some of these for to meet our health and safety protocol. And I think just to kind of round out the fact that Mm -hmm. sustainability isn't just about the environment, I think it's probably worth mentioning that we're cognizant of lots of other areas within our sustainability agenda that we're continuing to work on. Things like having a very comprehensive code of conduct in place to ensure the well-being of our employees. For example, last year we added to that by introducing a much more comprehensive and robust whistleblowing policy internally, we're also very aware of a gender imbalance in certain parts of the business, and we have long-term goals to Im- improve gender equality.
1: I think we all looked at that over the last year. I, in, in a In a strange way, uh, the, this past year has given us all a moment to to take a step back and and reassess how how we do business and and some of the things that you know we historically had never had time to think about or, or pay attention to so uh, you mentioned earlier the obviously the reintroduction unfortunately of some single use plastics because of the pandemic and you mentioned if you can find alternative solutions there's been so much innovation over the past year i'm just curious if there was anything anything that's come up that has been quite a nice alternative
2: do you know, one of the things that I know we're looking at, and I'm not sure what the progress is on this, that we know that certain things will have to stay foreseeable future. Things like the use of the hand sanitizer, for example, yeah. and the substantial quantities of that being used. We have to get that liquid sanitizer delivered in, 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 a, you know, in containers. There's an mm-hmm. of packaging associated with it. One thing we're looking at is can we get that delivered in a liquid form that we can somehow then just maybe add water to it. You know, we create our own water on the ship anyway. You know, we take the sea water, it goes through desalination. Could we just have a solid block of this delivered? And that's something that we're talking about. So I thought that was quite a cool thing to actually look at is actually, you know, you know ultimately we'll have to create the same product Could we reduce that whole delivery <laughs> side of things, you know, up the supply chain. So yeah, that's just one example.
1: No, I like it. It's interesting. This is the thing. Again, this past year, I think we've seen a lot of innovation and a lot of creative ideas come out. We know World Ocean Day is coming up. Is there anything that you are doing for that?
2: Well, like every year, we do try and use World Ocean Day as a means to raise internal awareness about sustainability matters amongst our employees. We have a a large number of employees. I mean, ordinarily close to 20,000 crew and then, you know, thousands of shore-based staff that support that. Support our operations. And that really means, first and foremost, informing them about our sustainability agenda because we want them to feel part of it, engage them in what we're trying to achieve. This covers many aspects, including initiatives we're taking to de- decrease our ship's impact on the environment. So, how we foster things like sustainable tourism. That sustainable tourism piece has been interesting because as we approach World Ocean Day, we find ourselves at this kind of crucial juncture with our ships progressively coming back to service after what you could call a long winter of COVID. And as we resume the operations and due to the realities of this kind of new normal, we need to pursue a much deeper dialogue with the ports and the destinations, more so than before to ensure the safe guests, the local communities. And these conversations inevitably spill over into the kind of sustainability pieces, particularly when it comes to the kind of social distancing managing tourism numbers which has been an issue in the past for some places we visit this kind of what we call unmanaged tourism so actually having shore excursions at smaller groups looking maybe outside of those main areas that, that, that that our guests normally want to visit and we've kind of found this as we've been introducing the shore since last august when we resumed our operations out of italy actually there was a lot of interest from our our guests in terms of going to some more of the out-of-the-way places. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think there's, you know, I, th- I think we'll find that we'll we'll somehow be supporting some of the uh, sustainable tourism activities through the way that we, we, we do our shore excursions into the future, you know, particularly when it comes to this overcrowding. And we also introduced, um, unfortunately, just before COVID, a series of kind of more eco-focused shore excursions called protectors. And I think that moving forward as we become much more aware of the kind of fragility of of, of our planet, you know, and I think COVID's really kind of highlighted that or helped to highlight it, we'll see much more interest in these type of tours. And I think we'll probably be extending our kind of offering of those into the future. And then... I think it's probably also worth mentioning that we, we, we do try and use World Ocean Day also to focus on or to emphasize the real success, I feel, that, that we achieve with our island destination in the Bahamas, because that was effectively a particularly polluted industrial use for sand extraction. We made huge efforts to t- kind of do the cleanup of that to make it into a very kind of pristine environmentally sensitive for our guests. You know, we work very closely with our MSC foundation to restore and nurture the coral beds, for example. In particularly in the last kind of year, 18, months, when, since construction stopped, you know, we were able to actually open the island to our guests up until March when, when operations out of, the, out of the US closed. So we, we've we really managed to um, uh, track and see the kind of improvements, the you know, the many, many more species that are coming back. You know that are really indicative of a healthy ocean environment that we've managed to create. There.
1: That's great to hear. That's really, really great to hear. And I remember over the past year talking to a lot of the tourism boards around the world and and saying that this is the perfect time to to rethink the way they want to see tourism in the future. You know, because we went from one extreme to the next in some locations, and so I think it's been interesting to see how some ports and destinations have been preparing for the comeback. We're all eager to start sailing again, and thank you very much, Lyndon, for joining us. It was great chatting, and I look forward to meeting you
2: in person soon, hopefully. Thank you.
1: I am lucky to be joined by Jill Stoneberg, the Director, Social Impact and Sustainability at Virgin Voyages, about their plans for sustainable development. Welcome, Jill. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Oh, no, thank you for being here. So where in the world are you joining us from? I am
3: fortunate to be joining you all today from sunny Florida. Miss sunny Florida.
1: Can't <laughs> wait to be back. <laughs> Come visit soon. I will, I will. As soon as those borders are opened up, then I'm over, for sure. So let's start with why is sustainability and ocean conservation important
3: to you? It's very important to our whole industry, of course. It's important to us at Virgin Voyages. We're very passionate about the ocean and ensuring its protection. Um, For us, sustainability is part of our DNA as a company. It's part of how we formed years ago when our company first came into fruition. Um, And it's laddered up to our purpose statement, which we define as creating an epic sea change for all. So if you think about what is epic and what does a sea change mean, it's a transformational change, a positive change that is brought on by the magic of the sea and so this really guides our decision making as a company and we've actually defined what an epic sea change looks like for our ocean and so for our ocean we believe an epic sea change is securing a healthy future so again thinking about how we make decisions as a company and ocean conservation being a business imperative our ambition is to not only minimize our impacts that we have on the environment and our ocean, but to be part of the solution where we're restoring ocean health and ensuring that it will be around for generations to come. So if you think about the importance of the ocean, it's our home for our beautiful lady ships that will soon be sailing. It's home for our crew on board, and it's our home, at least for a few days, for our sailors, we call our passengers, when they're on board with us. Um, But it's also home to 80% of life on the planet, and it's responsible for every second breath that we take. And it is very biologically diverse. It regulates our climate and it provides sustenance for more than 3 billion people on the globe. So it's it's very significant in terms of its importance to everyone. So so like I said, we want to first and foremost, make sure we minimize our impacts, but more importantly, we we strive to have a net positive benefit on our ocean. And we know that threats like climate change, overfishing, destructive practices are impacting our ocean, and we all need to be part of the solution.
1: Are there any projects in play for when the ships come out? I mean, is there anything that you guys are doing to to even just engage your sailors too in in the process? I know you guys are doing so many innovative things that I'm sure you have a great example. Yes, so many, and
3: some that I can't share just yet because oh, sorry. It's the, you know, soon to be debuted, but absolutely. The one thing that I can share, because engaging our sailors is an important part of our plan and how we want to show up, is that the only tip that we'll ever ask for, because um, of all All gratuities, everything is included in your voyage here. So the only tip that we'll ever ask for is a tip for our ocean. And so we call it our Tip the Ocean program. We invite our sailors to donate a few dollars during their voyage to support the nonprofit partnerships that we've formed that are actively working towards ocean protection, conservation, education. And so we're really happy to be offering that as an opportunity. And we want to grow on that from there. So
1: we have big plans and this is where we're starting. I'm not surprised and I can't wait to hear about all the plans, but that's a great start. So what are your sustainability goals in the next few years?
3: We've made a lot of sustainability commitments and we have never been in commercial operation. We never got that opportunity, unfortunately, with the pandemic to officially launch. And so first and foremost, our goal is to ensure that we are living up to the commitments that we've currently made and work towards continuous improvement so that we're reducing our energy use, our water use, our waste footprint, our fuel footprint, and all of that. Um, That's first and foremost our sustainability goal. But in addition to that, we will be working with the industry and alternative fuel partners to make sure that we are furthering this ambition towards net zero and continuing to address climate change and we know this isn't something that we can do on our own you know in the absence of commercially available alternative fuel sources that are low carbon and zero carbon we know we need to work together as an industry so that will be a really core focus for us as we get into operation is continuing those conversations, supporting research and development so that we all can realize that net zero ambition. Um, And then, like I mentioned as well, um, some of the goals that we have around engaging our sailors in, in supporting ocean conservation and specifically encouraging them to be educated on ocean health issues and and support a global ambition to protect thirty percent of the world's oceans by twenty thirty. So just like we have a science based target for climate change, mm-hmm. there is a science based target for ocean conservation that will ensure that it's able to regenerate, and um, and be healthy for years to come. And that's a thirty percent target. So those are some of the some of the near term focus areas that we have for our company.
1: So then I know that you guys aren't sailing yet, but what has been your biggest sustainability win? That's a hard one,
3: but I guess I'll just start by saying, you know, we've had overall the advantage of starting from scratch with sustainability in mind. And so we had the advantage of designing the most fuel efficient ships with the latest state-of-the-art technology that help us reduce, you know, our footprint in, in many regards. We are pioneering new technology like climon which uses heat from the ship's engines to generate electricity and that reduces our demand to burn fuel. So we've had this advantage of being able to think through the ship design, the experience on board to minimize our impact. So I thought I would just highlight a couple of those wins, um, if that's okay. So um, just starting with food food buffets and the, and the experience on board. We, we decided to eliminate food buffets and instead we've designed a ship with 20 unique eateries to cut down on food waste and overall have a better sailor experience, we believe. Um, we've decided to source only sustainable fish and seafood in addition to other sustainable food sourcing commitments. Um, We work with a lot of like-minded partners um, that are also committed to sustainability. So, for example, we only sell reef-safe sunscreen on board. We eliminated single-use plastics from our sailor experience. So, from the very first day, we decided that's not something that we wanted on board our ship. So, there's no bottled water. Instead, we have water bottle refill stations. There's no to-go cutlery or packaging that isn't reusable so you know again we had that advantage but there's more that we we decided to do as we got further to launch so when we took the keys to the ship we decided that we wanted to do more in terms of taking immediate action on climate change so in the absence of these readily available low carbon fuel sources we decided that we would we would become carbon neutral and purchase third-party verified high-quality carbon offsets to offset our direct emissions footprint. And we'll be making that commitment for the next ship that comes online as well. So we're really proud of being able to make that commitment, again, as an immediate step that we can take today as we work towards a zero-carbon future. As
1: you said before, there's probably a lot more to come that we don't know of, so... I'm excited to hear about those too.
3: Yeah. And there's there's so many little things that we could highlight, you know, as far as the thoughtful integration that we've had with sustainability on board, you know, the the wearable that our sailors wear is made from recycled marine and coastal plastic. And this touches every single sailor on board. And it's kind of like the keys to the ship when you're on board, you know and we have some recycled plastic artwork on board we tried really to integrate sustainability throughout the experience so that our sailors don't have to make any hard decisions <laughs> when they're on board and in fact some of the commitments that we've made they'll just come across and like they'll be lo- delighted to having have learned about that commitment that we've made. We know we have more work to do. We will never be completely satisfied with where we are, but we are proud of where we are today and and look forward to continuing to do more and working with others to
1: advance the positive impact that we can make. Well, thank you so much, Jill, for your time. Look forward to hopefully seeing you soon in Miami. I look forward
3: to that as well. Thank you so much for having me today. Happy World Ocean Day.
0: It's always great to hear about the sustainability efforts around the world, especially from an industry where the oceans is so integral. Make sure to check out the links in the description for more information about World Oceans Day, Pangea Seed Foundation, and upcoming Sea Trade Cruise Talks.